Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Value Line Observer with the Value Guys. I'm Val Hughes. And I'm Vern Value. And we are 25-year Wall Street veterans who have taken on secret identities, gone underground, in order to provide you with our candid views on a handful of stocks out of each week's Value Line Investment Survey. You've seen our faces on TV. You've seen us quoted in the news. But our bosses would never allow our unfiltered views on the air, so we disguise our voices and they'll never know. They're candid, too. This week, we look at the December 18th, 2009 edition of the Value Line Investment Survey. Um, but before we get to all that, a couple caveats. First, this show is for entertainment purposes only, if only our own, as we like to say. And we may have many conflicts of interest, including the conflict that you might think we know something when we actually don't. That might be the biggest conflict. We may own the stocks. We may but a have... conflict with what? What's that a conflict with? With, with? Uh, with their interest in truth and knowledge. Oh, yeah, right, I'm assuming. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah. Maybe there wasn't anything there. And well, we, just, we trust that anyone would do um, a lot of homework before they ever... Uh, I don't know. think so. I don't Go ahead and do whatever we say and buy them because it's for entertainment purposes only. So that's funny that anyone would consider would doing actually, that. Yeah. And uh, we are professionals during the week, but right now it's after hours. We've had a couple of adult beverages, and, uh, you know, we may not know what we're talking about. I'm going to be back at the back half of the show. Or just be, slur a lot. I may. I've had an extra two adult beverages already tonight. Ooh. And we're doing the show early, so be forewarned. This might not be our best show. You may want to back look at some back show, but we'll see how it goes. I have uh, hopes that it's a decent show. I'm going to talk about... Shaw Group, uh, WellPoint, which a lot of controversy. They're a healthcare provider, which is under siege. And then Ace Limited, a uh, was WellPoint under uninsured. siege or healthcare well, providers area, you know, under the, the stocks are because Everybody the government is. people think the government's going to take their you know business take away. But take with uh, um, um, how much ado? Uh, a lot of it. Uh, just give week. me a medium. No, a lot of it. No, a lot no, of it. No, there's no, speci- um, no special. Vern Value, everyone. Vern, take it's it away. A lot. Hey, that's great. Well, it's because of the holidays. Mm. I'll admit, you didn't do anything really be, to warrant a little extra, extra dude to everybody but, listening right. in, too. Yeah. What? you got to get not? your own thing to give. I, I'm that, just deflecting some uh, of that ado from me okay. onto them. Oh, you're not taking the full No, I can't take amount. a full, no, a full measure of your okay. ado. All right. Okay. Can so, I talk about yeah, the what first do you got stock this week? now? I'm already getting I, uh, To my surprise, I have a biotech company. Um, not usually a value idea. It's and not, maybe so. not. Well, I'm going to turn it into a value idea. Oh, really? Okay. You'll okay. Be, and you'll be amazed at the uh, technique the sell-side analyst uses to do that. Uh-huh. My, uh, okay. my stock is Myriad Genetics. I assume I said that right. Uh, trades on the NASDAQ, M-Y-G-N. Um, 24.54 today. Um, in line with what value line shows. It's on page 673. I like to give the page numbers for your convenience. Um, so that means the stock's trading at roughly a market P. Welcome aboard, Vern. Which was that. the first thing that got me you know, interested in, wow, a, a small biotech company that looks like it's grown a lot recently trading at a market P.E. Maybe I should take a look at this. Uh, Myriad was founded in 1991. Uh, they are a leader in genetic testing. Uh, they have something called a uh, protein interaction assay system, and they have identified genes associated with certain cancers and cardiovascular diseases 
as well as potential drug targets. Do they uh, earn any money, Vern? Um, for really, uh, from 1999 to 2008, um, I guess which is 10 years of data, that Value Line shows the answer is no. They did not. Okay, then. And from between the, that period of time, over that period of time, the revenue went from 25 million to over 300 million, uh, and only in the very last year did they make a positive operating margin. I mean, they were they were negative at the operating margin level uh, in all those prior years. So I read on, and I discover that they recently spun out their pharmaceutical research and drug development business in June of this year. Along I'm with sorry. a bunch of cash. You like this why now? I'm well, be- what <clears throat> I, the, so far the, the, pass. I'm, I don't well, know. what I'm doing is what? I, I want to make the point to our listeners as they look at value line. Well, they may have turned off the show already. Where's the meat? Where's the meat? I, the, meat I, the beef is here, okay? I'm just, not, I'm just, if okay. you stop interrupting, I can, I can I get on to the I just want to get to the point here. of why we're talking about this. Well, they're in genetic testing. There's a lot which, of interesting things in the world, no question. Well, but uh, what this company is doing is they're developing proprietary test procedures that would allow the identification of the specific gene. Now that the human genome has been entirely mapped, they have the ability to try to identify the, the individual gene associated with various diseases. <laughs> Great. Do, does it make any money? Well, no. I think there's going to be more and more of that. How will they make money? No, they do make money, it turns out. Oh. Because this business they spun out and got rid of and um, apparently was losing gobs of money, but it's unclear with how much of the revenue. Um, the remaining molecular diagnostic, reven- uh, diagnostic business grew uh, 22% in the quarter they just reported. Their operating margins are 40% plus. And they are a $300 million business with can revenue I, growing 20%. Can I add something? Go ahead. That double right-pointed triangle can move you right ahead into my section. Just anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just go ahead. No, I don't. <laughs> So what I have here is a company trading at a market multiple that's growing 20% on the top line in a recession because of, they are selling a proprietary product for which we have a, a I mean, certainly exponential, uh, in the literal sense of the word, growth opportunity. And so, it, 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 you know, I naturally want to look to traditional enterprise value multiples to see uh, you know, if the PE is telling me the truth about valuation. Well, how about this? Yeah. How many people can they serve with? Their I don't have those. I don't product? know. I don't and know. And then it's dollars Millions. per person, of course, and market share. Like right. Cable used to be valued. But I think the. But I think we're talking about a market that might be. I'm going to make a, a guess. One um, percent of its potential eventual size. What do you like about it, Vern? That's what I'd like. Well, to know. it's. I think it's. I think the numbers are too low. I think it's about ten times EBITDA, not the uh, like thirteen number that it looks like. Value Line's talking about fifteen percent top line growth. Yeah, uh, this year they've got a variety of different year-on-year comparisons for uh, unexplained reasons, but. Um, you know, I, we think the numbers are too. I think the numbers are too low. I think this thing trades for a lot closer to nine or ten times cash flow than it looks on the face of it. And I want to caution our listeners that when you see something in the write-up that says uh, they got rid of this business in mid 2009, 
but their presentation excludes that division in all of the 2009 that they're showing, that means that it's still in all the numbers through 2008. And that means all this old history with NMF for not meaningful operating margins has been gotten rid of because operating margin went from below zero to 41.6% in 2009. Hmm. So um, there's something here that um, I would tell you that the, uh, the institutional community, I'll bet if we were to, to check numbers, are probably not fully represented here. I'm not exactly sure. Looks like there might have been an offering done in 2006 around mid-year. Might have been one in 2005. There's been fairly steady equity share growth. Uh, at this point, Fidelity owns 12% of the stock. My guess a lot of that acquired in those deals Capri, 7%, T. Rowe, 6 Barclays or Old Lehman, 5 or that's probably Newberger. Um, so there's some, you know, big institutional money in it that, I, you know, I would bet is very patient. Um, I, I think you want to get involved in this uh, at a time when there's a little bit of disinformation surrounding the stock. MYGN, it's in biotech, and, yes, uh, I think it's a value idea. Oh, um, Okay. Can, can I? Should I nudge you if you uh, fall asleep again? No, I just that's beyond my investment horizon for that to. I, I think this out. looks very interesting. Uh, this is a two billion market cap company or enterprise value company. It's yeah, a lot of cash ever. on the balance sheet, no debt. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe what? Maybe it'll work. Yeah, maybe, maybe it, it will. will. Maybe it. You know, maybe some of yours will but too. The liquidation value is probably not part of the. Okay. Work ever? Is that the question? Yeah, I think you'll have to be a little bit patient yeah. here. But uh, I think it's a. it looks like a terrific opportunity to me. I want to do some more homework. But this is for entertainment purposes only. So, I, you know, yeah. I, I buy this thing. Um, aero environment. I've talked about this one before. I, again, I, I, I like the idea that I can pay a reasonable multiple and buy something that has a little bit of share uh, uh, in a huge and growing market. Um, and in this case, we're talking about unmanned aerial vehicles. I do like that one. Um, and this is that. basically a pure play. Um, it's uh, trading for more time, more than 10 times cash flow, but not as much as it looks like because the stock price at 30 is uh, 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 before you take off $6.00. Uh, in net cash, they have no debt, so um, you know yeah, that's down twenty percent. On that one, you've got a strong market share argument, and they save lives, so that's a very strong. Oh well, argument. this is—I mean, how do you how do you uh, improve the survivability of the warfighter? How about not putting him where bullets and bombs can hit him? Yeah, um, right. and so this is the ultimate in that. This is about nine times EBITDA on an enterprise value basis. Again, uh, the equity market cap overstating that because they got a bunch of cash on the balance sheet. Their numbers have been weak recently. The stock has underperformed relative in a huge way, uh, but it's kind of gone from a low 20s to a high 20s $30 stock after a brief you know, uh, period as it was high as 40. To, to own. Yeah, yeah, so you know it's come back. It looks like it's built a base here in the uh, mid high twenties, and um, you know I'd look for improving results according to Value Line uh, by uh, early calendar twenty ten. 
to give you an opportunity to see the stock price respond. Um, they, they say an $18 billion market company has less than $300 million in uh, revenue. So a bunch of people involved here. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of room for uh, a lot of players to grow, which in this case, uh, you know, you're talking about people like Boeing and Lockheed Martin. Um, you know, they've been attracted by the UAV market. So air environment, aero environment, I guess is how you pronounce it. I don't it. know. I couldn't Dying tell you. rate's at four. They had Myriad at three. <coughs> Moog, they have at four as well. This is an aerospace supplier. They make, uh, according to Value Line, precision components and systems. Um, and I, I'll bet this company suffers a bit from a, uh, a lack of a clear identity. Do you like it, this one, Ver? Yeah, I do. It okay. looks like, I'm, again, I'm talking about the things that uh, uh, might have contributed to a discount that could be relieved over time. In this case, I, you know, half the company is aerospace and defense, half industrial, half of the industrial. Those 50 percentage points include five of medical devices, so it's not pure industrial. Uh, stock 28 and a half recently, uh, well below a market multiple. I get a 7.4 times enterprise value to EBITDA multiple. I get seven times gross cash flow, about 10 times free cash flow. My idea is that over time, um, consolidation, if you will, uh, shines a brighter light on names like this that people aren't that familiar with. Um, that uh, looks like their history is to make acquisitions all the time. Uh, there's going to be a, a, a tremendous opportunity there. I went back and I looked at the, uh, the high uh, cash flow multiple that the stock attained between 2002 and 2009. It's been at least 10 times in every year, 15 in one. And right now it's at about uh, seven times. So it uh, uh, looks very cheap. They apparently are a supplier to both Airbus and Boeing. Both companies have huge new platforms about ready to go into commercial production. It's going to mean a lot of money to people like this company because uh, everything that you make for these giant airplanes is bigger than uh, in, in, in more, you know, has a higher price than what you've been making previously. This company also apparently has some exposure to wind energy because that's mentioned in the little write-up from Value Line. So, wow. Uh, take a look it, at MOGA. I think they've got, you know, Better growth opportunities than value lines looking at uh, at very attractive multiple. And, uh, well, I'll save my favorite for the end of the show. Really going to keep that a, a secret, that, are you, I'm for now? I'm going to turn it over to, um, you know, I haven't thought of anything witty to use. Well, uh, when have you? No, I so, probably um, have. Okay. my partner. How's that? Thanks. Val well, happy Val holidays, Vern. Happy and holidays. And happy holidays this to you. This could be our holiday And to your show. family. I mean, this is a week before Christmas. Are we going to... No, there will be another show. Are we going to do a, a, a Christmas show? Mm -hmm. I mean, it would be on Christmas Day, wouldn't it? No, no. We have, a week, there's a, no, we have a week from a, today. It's this December 18th issue. No, right it's now. a December 18th issue. It's not actually December 18th. No, we're, we're doing it a bit early, but I mean, I guess we're going to have a, an actual Christmas oh, show. Uh, the, there will the be date. a Christmas issue. That's what I'm saying. A value Bert. line, and we will be right okay. there. Right. All right, look. Okay. This is Val Hughes. Um, I'm going to get another beverage if, now. Please do. If you fast-forwarded to this part, you're in for uh, a nice, efficient handful of ideas out of this week's Value Line Investment Survey. And I do go in page number order. Uh, I invented that, and we've got people 
trying to come lately to that wow. idea. Yeah. A lot of misinformation uh, here no. in the middle of our show. So, in page number so, order. You know, first, is it uh, like opposite day or something here? No. Or what, no you know, what's the gag? Uh, there's no gag. Yeah, I, just I, truth I, is the gag uh-huh. for, for you. Yeah, I'm uh, Shaw, ticker a- S-H-A-W. Now, I looked through the whole issue this week. Not well. I was real busy. And that was and the only sleeping. stock where the company name no. and the ticker were the same? No, I had that had little to do with it. But uh-huh. um, I went through uh, all the aerospace defense. I looked for names in there. You took a couple out of there. I didn't really see anything. Shaw was the first one I came to, then Ace, and uh, then I, I had a couple of other ones. But one thing I did not do this week, I just want to be candid with the listener. There's a whole bunch of banks in this week's issue, and I did not do them because I think you could buy a little bit of all of them the small banks seem cheap. Well, we were going to have and, Tony uh, Banks on Tony the Banks. show, and yeah. he blew us off. He's not around. Suddenly, he's on a business meeting you or know, something. Unavailable. Yeah. We were looking so, forward to. What have you? Uh, so you know, we we've just, had him on the show before. We just skipped that whole section. I just uh, wasn't going to do it. And then, um, I guess, uh, other than that, what else didn't I do? Well, biotech, because there's a lot of. Because I'd already issues. taken the only no, good I, idea. I there. don't own anything in that area because my investment horizon is longer than you know their horizon. Um, okay, first up, Shaw Group. What did I like on this one? Was first the you multiple. Need to do a little more homework. No, I, I did. I did. I always try to do more. Nine times EBITDA. So again, that's going to catch my attention. That means if I bought all the stock, all the debt, took the cash for myself. And I took the EBITDA, which we now know is the earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. And we now know that the value line operating margin number times the sales number, because a value line analyst was kind enough to define this not too long ago, that is, in fact, EBITDA. So, and we were surmising that for many years. So I can take uh, <coughs> sales times that number, divide it into a market cap, which they give me on the left, the debt, and I get nine times. If I bought the whole company, uh, that means I'd earn an 11% return on my cash investment. Pre-tax. Correct, pre-tax, just like on a bond, which is pre-tax. So it's apples to apples. And, uh, and Pre-capital these, costs. Uh, well, of course, it is pre-capital costs. That's true, but you have uh, amortization. Well, of there have to be capital costs yeah. to earn the return. Yeah, so um, you have to, you know, you have to pay some attention to that. However, in this case, I think we have a lot of cushion. It's 11 percent plus value line thinks they're going to grow 16 percent. I don't need that much for this to be attractive. What these guys do is they, I think, you know, they do a lot of things, but they do build uh, nuclear power plants, and uh, you know that is apt to be in the ascension in terms of market share of production of electricity over the next 30, 40 years. Certainly in other parts of the world, it's already in the ascension. The company's backlog numbers are growing pretty rapidly right now. In any case, we're probably closer rather than farther away from some type of recovery in capital goods. And these guys make really big metal stuff that can make other important stuff. Uh, according to like Value Line, well, I'm just going to read what Value Line says. I don't want to get into all of it. Provider of engineering, design, technology, procurement, construction, maintenance, fabrication, manufacturing, consulting, and to top it all off, facilities management for private and government 
clients. They're in, an E&C company. In they're energy, not a manufacturer. Chemicals. I'm just reading what Value Line says. Well, but they're an E&C company. I well, don't I'm want just reading what Value Line says. I don't. I, I just oh, want to read what Value Line says. I don't want listeners to be confused either. They uh, do work in energy, chemicals, environmental, infrastructure, anything big that needs to be built. Uh, they're involved, and it appears they have some specialty capability in nuclear. Perhaps you know their market share, Vern, in nuclear. Do you? I think it's thirty percent. So, you know, this is apt to be in the ascension. Their returns are not great. I don't like that about it. Uh, returns on capital in the low teens at best, and that's in recent years. They did a lot of single-digit years. They do have a nice balance sheet with 1% debt to capital. I like that very much. And in terms of uh, cash, they've got, I can't even do the math here, but it looks like nearly $20 a, a lot. share. A <laughs> lot. So... Uh, you get a nuclear power plant construction company and $20 a share in cash. Am I doing the math right on that? Let's see, 10 Yeah, very likely. So, wow, that makes it even cheaper than it looks, ladies and gentlemen. Shaw Group, S-H-A-W. Uh, but you can't tell us how cheap. Well, it's nine times EBITDA. Ah. So... Um, so that's including the cash. You know, but I, I didn't subtract out the cash you on didn't. that. Uh-huh. I don't think I did. Let's All right. see. So market cap is well, what? Well, hold it. You know what? I'm sorry. I took a million for billion on the debt. <laughs> so that's going to make this even way cheaper than I expected. Yeah, nine times for an E&C company yeah. is not cheap. Yeah, well, evidently uh, you didn't do it this seven. week. So it looks like it's about one times trailing, actually. <laughs> So that's oh, come just, on. Huh? Well, look, let's do the calculation. $2.4 billion in market cap. Okay. No debt. No debt. Right. A billion five in cash. Cash, really? So yeah. $900 million. $900 million, And I've got about uh, $500 million, $400 million, it looks like, in... Uh, well, three fifty, four hundred. Okay, so it's three so times. So three times. I was exaggerating. <laughs> That's a thirty-three uh-huh. percent return. It tells you the market thinks business here is apt to not be good uh, yeah, for it, a while. That, yeah, it tells me that the you know, yeah. market thinks and that, that may be right. You very may, um, low capacity utilization. You may, that's all true. So you'll you'll have to wait on this. Perceptions are obviously going to have to change. They they don't lose money. Their operating margin has been very stable over time, and I think nuclear is in the ascension. Well, nuclear's, yeah. Nuclear's so I like that. Space. Uh, Shaw Group 577. I haven't left myself a lot of time, which is nice because I didn't do that much work. Next up, Ace Limited, ACE, page 589. I don't know a lot about insurance, frankly. Uh, it's like investing, but it's investing in risks instead of stocks. Maybe that's all the same. We own a couple of them in the shop including this green light uh, re I've talked about, and I like that. ACE is, I guess, an insurer and a reinsurer. They do business in 140 countries, 40% North America, 40% generally overseas, which I don't know what that means, Europe and Asia maybe. And they do, I guess, almost anything. They do uh, some uh, reinsurance for people like Cigna, and, uh, you know, it's a very diverse book of business. They don't even get into it much here. They are seeing the benefit of some good pricing, and momentum seems to be moving from a period of fear where, you know, last March banks weren't loaning money 
to where uh, the gears of capitalism are beginning to free up a little bit, lurch ahead a little bit. And it's guys like this that are stepping into the breach and investing capital, you know, even before the banks are at this point. The spreads are enormous. Prices are going up for insurance just as they are on high-yield bonds and such. And, um, and yet the cost of capital uh, for them at the bank and such is, and then in the bond market is cheap. So spreads are big. Their book value is 56 bucks next well, year. Would that make it the wrong time to buy them? It could, burn. Thanks for that. Okay. Um, here's why I think it's the right time. It's at a discount <laughs> to book. The returns okay, on the book that, like are that. going up. Okay. Good. Good <laughs> that you do. Uh, the returns are going up. The PE. Well, I'm just trying to help you with your personal valuation. Are you an here. insurance analyst of some sort? <laughs> No, no, but okay. Just just okay. be a listener. There are some listener. rules of thumb yeah, here. You know. Right, I own some of these. Okay. Be, just okay. be a listener. Be a listener. Mm-hmm. It's cheap on book. It's cheap on earnings. It pays a two and a half percent yield. Pricing is going up. Book is growing after being down. What and, an exciting chart. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a chartist like you are, Vern. I don't care I'm about not a the chartist. Chart. Well, why do you always bring it up? It's forming a base. It's going up. It's going down. Look. You show your two stripes when you talk about a chart. The chart, to me, doesn't tell me anything. It's 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 been flat for years. It's been flat recently. <laughs> that tells you okay nothing. So it doesn't. T- it tells me people. Come on, you're are, an analyst. You're a highly paid professional. Guess I, I'm a. F- I'm not a technical analyst. Okay. I'm right. a fundamentalist, right. Vern. I mean, okay. look, I'm not going to play your sell side game trying to take excess fees out of me, my friend, for your knowledge. It doesn't matter. I'm looking at what's this business worth. It's six times earnings, uh, and the prices are going up at a time when fear has been expensive, and they're, you know, selling it. So, Come on, uh, you're going to run out of time for yeah, well No, I understand that. Ace. You just keep saying stuff that doesn't matter. ACE. 589. Next up, and I'm going to be brief because Vern's left me no time. Uh, WLP, thesis. These guys are an HMO. They have the Blue Cross Blue Shield brand. The government doesn't want to go up against that brand because it's better than theirs, okay, in my opinion. So when they start managing health care, these guys are going to be okay. And uh, it's interesting that they traded a premium to United Health, even though United Health has better statistics, in part because WellPoint's invested in the brand, United Healthcare is not. So it's an interesting compare and contrast, which I wish I had time for. But oh, I, I don't. thought that was a great summary. Yeah, it was. Just like a uh, good sell sign it's a, Yeah, which I was for many years. It's a 40% discount to the S&P. United's a 45 so it's a little more expensive. Eight times EBITDA, WellPoint, WLP, Blue Cross, Blue Shield. My favorite this week is going to be Shaw, S-H-A-W. Aerovironment, A-V, A-V is the symbol. Bye, everybody.